Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands is a podcast for the go-getter, the visionary, the harmony seeker, and the life enthusiast who is ready to stop forcing and start flowing through life, love, and business in a way that is in alignment with his or her true self. Hosted by life coach and business strategist Jillian Bolands, this show will allow for you to energetically and logistically recalibrate through gratitude, inspiration and powerhouse pep talks Jillian style with a whole lot of truth and even more love. Join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks, uplifting interviews, and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you. Let's shine. Good morning and welcome back to Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. How are you this morning? I have some really great step-by-step processes and ideas that you can apply immediately when you are thrown a curveball and you don't want to end up staying like a crazy person. (laughs) This is going to be a super helpful conversation for you today, but of course, I want to give you the moment to bring it back to you, bring it back to center and asking you what you are grateful for this morning. So friends, take a moment here. What are you grateful for? Incredible. Thank you. Thank you for going there. So I am recording this at a time that I am looking back just over the past, oh, I don't know, 14 hours or so. 15 or 16 hours or so. It's 11.11 a.m. at the time of recording this, obviously. Thank you, spirit team. Angel numbers in the house. Um, And I want to walk you through the process that I have walked myself through over the past half a day here, which has obviously included nighttime and bedtime and sleep time because this is a really important conversation. And we here in the personal development space, which of course podcasting falls under, all the mindset tips and all the choose again and you've got this and the choice is up to you whether you're going to be in a bad mood or stay in a bad mood. But also sometimes that's even frustrating to hear. And listen, friends, like I'm the, I'm one of the ones saying these things and I wholeheartedly believe them. I feel them in my core. I know them to be true, but also I'm human. And also, so are you. And also sometimes we just want the freaking steps to getting out of that place of, whoa, didn't see that one coming, and into the space of abundance and gratitude, not staying in that lack mode that oftentimes we get just catapulted into when something unexpected comes our way, and really being able to bounce back quicker from that so we can get back into that state of joy and love and appreciation and abundance and all things that we have dubbed and charged with good feelings. So last night, um, the time of recording this, I was on the couch with my husband and he was doing some work on his laptop. And I think I was too, which is kind of strange that I started off the night like that because I actually don't work at night very much anymore. Um, Actually, if I can avoid it, I do (laughs) because I spent years and years only working. Now, I got to do that in and among being home with my kiddos and being a mom, but the fact is like, I left my job 
in the hospital to be home with my little one. And I had a network marketing position that um, gave me the ability to do so. But I was working all the time because I could work all the time because he was little and he was easily distracted and my phone was right there. To perpetuate this, I was still in that survival mode, that old wounded mentality of, I need to work more hours to get ahead. I need to force. I need to grind. If this is going to happen, then I need to make it happen. Like This was my mentality. This was my way of thinking. And during this time period, I was working at night a lot. My husband was going to bed at night without me a lot. I thought this was going to be the norm of my life until, and if you've heard my podcast before, you've heard many a different iteration of the story of, I just couldn't do it anymore. The divine feminine in me was rising. I could feel in my intuition that I just, life could be better than that. It didn't have to be done that way. And in fact, my body and my soul and my heart were not supportive and supporting me in that anymore. I couldn't sacrifice any more sleep. I needed to get back to a place of flow. I needed to get back into friggin' alignment with who I truly am and what I wanted to do. And honestly, I don't want to work at night right now. I don't want to. I will do some things. I'll finish some things up. Um, Sometimes I'll host calls at night if Um, if it feels right for the schedule or whatnot in terms of my programs, but like really for the most part, I don't want to work at night. I'm not grabbing the computer to like bust out creative content. I'm actually not super creative at night. And, and I have found joy in reading and learning and making my nighttime, um, really restorative time, rejuvenating, rejuvenating time. And that for me right now in this season of life does not involve me being on my computer. However, in this story, I was. Um, He was getting something done, and I didn't actually feel like just sitting there and watching TV. And um, I wanted to be present with him. I many a night I'll go upstairs and I'll read a book, and he'll come up shortly after finish finishing a couple things. I just wanted to be with my husband. And so I grabbed my computer and I was just, I was actually feeling it. I had an idea for an email that I wanted to write my list. And again, if you're not on my weekly email list, you should be. The content is so freaking good and it's so freaking timely all the time. So just go to jillianbolands.com forward slash empower and you'll be added to that list. So typing up an email to my list and I got a text message from my nanny who I love and adore. She's amazing. Not feeling well right? So this was a Thursday night that this happened. And immediately I went into this place of, oh my gosh, I have an appointment tomorrow. It's not just me working tomorrow. It's I actually have to go and sit in the decompression room of my chiropractor appointment. I'm strapped down to a machine that is literally pulling my spine apart. I cannot bring a child to this place. Like that will be bananas. I'm supposed to, right? Supposed to be super dialed in super rested, like, you know, doing the dance with a two-year-old while doing decompression doesn't really jive. And then also I knew that today, the day of recording this, the day that I was freaking out about last night was a day of content creation. I have two really exciting, beautiful things that I'm looking at the clock as I'm saying this because I want to, I have time now. I'm going to get there. (laughs) So how this came to be. Um, But I have two beautiful things I'm excited to, um, to finish and to put out there into the world because 
massively epic things are going to happen once these are out of my being and into the world, which isn't that a lesson in and of itself. You want something to happen, friends? You get to be the one to take it out of your head and out of your heart and put it into the world where it needs to go. So these two things need to go. One of them needs to go to a program of mine and the other needs to go um, to some executive producers. So I'm in this tailspin, right, of I have an appointment. I had this free time where I was actually going to be able to get stuff done because I don't want to take time away from being with my kiddos when I'm in mom mode. I don't want to put them on the iPad or in front of the computer, in front of the television um, when I don't have to. I want to be able to play with them. Like I'm going through all of this stuff. I am like, I am like the, the freaking mayor of Lackville. <laughs> during this time because what happens when we get thrown a curveball especially if it's not one that is really helpful to what we had planned um, or really helpful on the surface to what it is that we really wanted to do so in the tailspin feeling all the feels feeling kind of bummed um, and so in that moment, I recognized it. I could feel myself tensing. I could feel myself wanting to suddenly start controlling any, everything. And this is very wounded masculine, and I'm actually very good at this. I am very good at being thrown curveballs and just saying, fine, I'll handle it. Fine, I'll control it. I'll manipulate every little thing so that I can get it all done because I can do it. It's only me. It's me against the world out there. I'm really good at that mentality. I've practiced that mentality for about 31 years of my life. It's, I'm 33 now. It's over the past two years that I've really start, started to rework that. And so knowing that I've reworked it over the past two years, I've practiced choosing differently. It's not just the mindset of, oh, you don't have to stay in a bad mood if you don't want to. Friends, like I was thrown this thing. I'm a human. I need to walk through the emotions of it all and I get to be present with the emotions. I know that I can choose a better mood, but I also am not going to pretend like it's all okay when I'm still feeling kind of flustered about it. So I started thinking about my feelings. So this is the first thing. When you get thrown into a tailspin, Think about how you're feeling and think about what old patterning that's related to. So for me, it was, oh my gosh, things aren't going my way. I immediately have to control everything because it's me against the world and give it to me. I can do it. Get, if you want anything done, give it to me because I, of course I can handle it. Like that old, very dominant, very um, sacrifice herself, very martyrish mentality started to take over. So I witnessed it, didn't judge myself about it. Again, I've practiced this. I know it well. So now it's like, okay, I feel that starting to come up. I also know myself that the reality is I do have some things that I really wanted to get done tomorrow and I have some space tonight to do it. I don't typically like to work at night, but in being an entrepreneur and being someone that is trying to release control on every single detail, let's look what I have available now. And what I had available now was actually some spaciousness to get a couple things done that I was planning to do today, Friday. So I didn't have to worry about it because the fact that I'm recording this to you is mind freaking blowing that I actually have the space and the capacity to work today. 
because last night I, A, didn't think I would at all, and B, I feared that. It was a fear that I had that I wouldn't be able to get work done because I have a bazillion things to do. So I looked at it and I said, okay, how can I alleviate this fear? Well, the fact is I don't want to slip into that grippy needing to control all the things mode. I actually know enough at this point to know that any cancellation is for me. Any curveball is for me. It's not because God hates me. It's because literally that situation isn't meant to happen that way. And I get to learn how to pivot within it so that everyone is best supported. So I wanted to release the control. I didn't want to get back into that grippy space, but I also knew that I do have some things today that I wanted to get done. And last night I had the spaciousness. So I actually did a little bit of work last night. Is that always going to be the case? No, but that's true for anything. It's not always going to be the case that anything can happen. It just happened to be that last night I already freaking had my computer out and was on it. I could keep going. I felt awake enough. I didn't feel depleted. I could get through some things that I planned on having spaciousness for today. So all of that went down, right? And I'll be perfectly honest, I did not sleep as much last night as I typically like to, which could have put me into the mindset of, Jill, you really should be sleeping right now. You're going to be tired tomorrow, right? Like talking myself into what my future state is going to be. By the way, I'm fine today. If I'm tired later tonight, I'll go to bed a little bit early. But how often do we do that? We say, you should be sleeping. You should be doing X, Y, and Z because you'll be tired if you won't. You should do this because something bad will happen if you don't. Well, you know what happens when you should yourself, right? nothing good comes from it. And the fact was, I was actually feeling okay last night. If I was feeling depleted, if I was feeling exhausted, I wouldn't have continued. I would have pivoted in another way, but it was presented to me that I felt okay and I got some stuff done. And that felt great. I, when I did go to bed, I went to bed feeling better. I knew that I had covered myself a little bit for today because the fact is, though I don't want to function in that wounded masculine world, I work for myself. My business depends upon me doing some things and I had planned on doing some things today that I could get done last night. So I did, but we don't end there. We don't end with the work, the physical output, external work. This morning, of course, my little one woke up at 4.57 a.m. and he called for me. And (laughs) if you are some of my best friends listening to this right now, you know that (laughs) my children usually call for my husband in the morning and any time they call for me, I shoot out of bed faster than is than if it were on fire. (laughs) I'm like, yes, okay. I didn't realize it was 4.57 at the time, but went and got the little one. We went down in the basement and um we get to snuggle a little bit. It was, you know, at his chagrin that we snuggled a little bit because he would have much rather preferred eating breakfast that early um, or watching TV, but we snuggled and we got to rest a little bit, which was good for both of our bodies. Then when the older one and my husband got up um, and after everybody was fed, they, the three of them went downstairs and I went upstairs into my bedroom. I normally meditate 
every single morning. I normally apply essential oils every single morning. Um, I think many of you know, but I am a wellness advocate for doTERRA. It is a beautiful supplement to my business. I get to be fully me in my intuitive life coaching brand, but you guys know it's so important for me to actually serve my clients and you, my beautiful tribe, my beautiful sisterhood, the people that follow me by telling them exactly what it is I do to help myself get to a state of abundance. What it is I've done to get rid of the world or rid myself of the world of self-loathing and actually learn how to love myself. You've witnessed my journey over the years and essential oils, utilizing them energetically have been a huge catalyst for that. So again, if I can help you with that, send me a DM either on Facebook or Instagram or my email or go to my.doterra.com forward slash Jillian Bolands and make a purchase and I will be your wellness advocate and can help support you in all the ways in oils. I'll do a specific podcast at some point here to tell you exactly what I do. But this morning I went upstairs into my room because I needed to be as far away from human beings as I could. So my family was all set. They were downstairs and I gave myself the grace of 20 minutes. I went upstairs. I sat on my bed. I grabbed the essential oils, the seven essential oils that I utilized to open my chakras and I applied the forgive oil. It's, an, it's a blend. I applied it right to my heart chakra. And when I did that, I felt goosebumps everywhere. And this is one of the symbols that I get from spirit to let me know that I'm on, I'm on course. Like I'm on the right path. This is exactly what I need. I'm giving myself what I need. I also get goosebumps and I get different downloads when I'm coaching people. Um, that's spirit's way of saying, you are about to say exactly what they freaking need to say. So I know this about myself. I know this about my relationship with Source. And I knew as soon as I applied that oil that that was everything. And it's no coincidence that that Forgive Blend is the blend that I utilize for the heart chakra, which is the blend and the chakra associated with the mother goddess. And I knew in that moment that today... I both got to be mama. Maybe I wouldn't get to work today. Maybe my chiropractor appointment would be completely bananas. Maybe I wouldn't be able to finish my appointment. Maybe I'd have to reschedule. No matter what though, it was either going to go well or it wasn't. I was going to be able to work or I wasn't. But no matter what, I was going to get to be a really awesome present mama. That was the first thing. And the second thing was I got to be mothered. Not only are we the caregivers, but within the same space that we give that love, so too do we get to receive it. And I got to receive in that moment the reminder that as I was mothering, so too was I being mothered. I called in Mother Mary. I called in the mother goddess archetype. I called in Demeter, who is a mother goddess. I, and I allowed myself to feel held. I allowed for myself to ask for support. I allowed for me to share my fears and frustrations of what I thought I was going to be able to do. And now I now things were changing and I needed to be fully, I wanted to be fully present in mama mode and still, and I, but I needed support through all this. 
because I know my tendency is to pull into that, I got to get stuff done mentality. And I just don't want to live there anymore. I don't want to live there anymore. So I did that. I finished applying the oils that supported my chakra opening. And then I sat in meditation and I just breathed. And when I came out of that state, I didn't get into a body rocking, you know, seeing lights coming face to face with God type of meditation. But what I did have was a moment of peace for myself, a moment of connection between my mothering heart and the the mothering beings that want to support me. And I didn't feel so alone anymore. It was a reminder that whatever happens to you actually happens for you. And I felt more peaceful and I felt more centered. And I went downstairs and you know what? It was a rocky morning at first. Little one that woke up at 4.57 was acting as if he woke up at 4.57. And this is normally a very... um a very easy breezy smiley little little child and this tiny human was not feeling it this morning it was rocky for a little bit but i remained calm and dropped my big one off at preschool took the little one to the chiropractor gave him the ipad ladies i don't pretend like i have a magical wand that turned him into a, a perfectly behaved little prince based on whatever your definition of that is that was going to sit there for 45 minutes by himself just you know smiling i gave him the ipad you guys and that was okay he's not on the ipad all the time he got to enjoy himself in a in a situation that was out of his routine as well remember he's used to bring big brother to school and coming back home and being with the nanny while mama gets some work done he's used to that this was out of the norm for him too i had to be sensitive to the fact that he was off his schedule too and he's too He's got to ride, ride the wave right alongside me. He doesn't, he can't control anything. I gave him the iPad. He had fun. I got through my appointment feeling grateful because of, not because I survived the appointment, but because of all the steps that I took along the way to ensure that I was living the most uplifting, the most abundant filled, the most grace filled and the most supported day ever. So take these tools, my friends, take the tools, take the steps. You don't have to be a victim to your circumstance. You don't have to be a victim to the curveball. Feel the feels of the curveball. That's cool. But then also witness what it's triggering for you and witness where you don't want to live anymore. And then do the things to help support yourself so that you don't live there so that you choose something else. It's not a matter of simply saying, oh, a really crappy thing happened. So I'm just going to simply pretend that that didn't happen or I'm just going to choose that, it, that I feel fine even though I don't know. There are steps that get to be taken between the curveball and the rest of your life to support how you want to feel during it all. I hope this message helped you. I hope this was a timely one for you. And I hope that you remember that you are supported. You do have a million things coming at you, a million miles per hour, a million times a day. But when you practice, 
looking at these things and showing up the way in the way that you want to be and that you want to feel and you know the different techniques and tools you can utilize to give that to yourself, it's everything. It's everything. And you're worth everything. And so are the people that you get to love and support through it all. You're amazing. I adore you. If this hit home for you, come over to Instagram, post it on your stories, tag me at Jillian Bolands, and I'll make sure to give you a shout out. And I hope you have a very good morning. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. If you loved this episode, please head to iTunes, give it a heart, subscribe, share this episode with friends if it served you and you know it will serve them. And also head to JillianBolands.com forward slash empower. There you will be enrolled in my free newsletter where I will bring you tons of amazing content on energy and love and how to bring that strategically and logistically into your life. We'll talk about how you can rise into your greatest work and stand within your true self. Have an amazing day, friends. Bye-bye.